0: Hi, how are you? Uh, welcome to the Along Came English podcast. Uh, you're listening to Alina. It's actually spring in Melbourne now, which is quite a nice change. Not that I'm an outdoors person that enjoys basking in the sun, but it's nice not to feel so cold indoors and outdoors. Uh, just, so just a few updates, uh, just letting you know that I'm I'm away. The first two weeks of October, I'm going to South Korea. It's going to be my first time there. Now, I haven't done much research in terms of tourist spots and such, but I am looking forward to being in a completely different environment and, of course, the food. So as for the podcast, uh, what I'll try to do is record some episodes in advance so that I can post them while I'm there or, I don't know, can you schedule an episode? Um, I'll have to look into it. So since we're talking about food today, uh, the Mooncake Festival is also coming up on the 24th of September. This is also known as the Mid-Autumn Festival, which corresponds to the Chinese or Lunisolar calendar, which I explained in episode 3, talking about the Lunar New Year. So this means that there will be a full moon on this night. Uh, Associated with this festival, people eat mooncakes which is a kind of confection or a sweet pastry. The filling is usually made of lotus paste or red bean paste and they also come with different crusts. Uh, Also, you can get them with whole salted duck egg yolks inside. So when you bite into it, you get both salty and sweet flavors. Uh, My personal favorite is the lotus paste filling with two yolks and the traditional crust um so yeah i had some last week so i'm looking forward to getting more soon (laughs) all right uh moving along so today's episode is about fast food so i'll be giving you some vocabulary as well as talk about some of the fast food that you might find in australia as well as in southeast asia So when we talk about fast food, uh, fast food joints like McDonald's, uh, KFC comes to mind. The basic definition of fast food uh, is anything that is mass-produced, typically prepared and served at a pretty fast pace, uh, according to Wikipedia. It's also associated with low nutrition and also linked to a variety of health problems like obesity cancer, uh, depression. And fast food is also quite often referred to as junk food. So the term junk food is actually a term of disapproval for anything that is high in sugar, fat, high in calories. Uh, So it can include things like donuts, pizza, fried foods, chocolates, soft drinks and so on. Yep, and fast food. And there are different places where you can get fast food. Uh, So a fast food restaurant is a type of restaurant that serves fast food. So you can either eat in or take away. And if you eat in, there's usually little to no table service. So usually you have to order at the counter and then pick up your order when it's ready. Now take away just simply means that you ordered the food to eat somewhere else. So usually at home or the office, uh, sometimes people eat, it, eat um, fast food in their car. Now often these fast food restaurants has a drive through, where you can drive your car up to a window to make your order for takeaway and then pick up the food in the next window. Our famous fast food companies like McDonald's or KFC are usually part of a restaurant chain or franchise, which are two different things. A chain restaurant is when it's the same company over different locations. So there's a central management and a set business practice. So in this case, that there's one parent company that owns all. A franchise is when there are different business owners that operate under one company's brand or name. So the individual business owners have bought the rights to sell a company's products, and use the brand name. So although there is no central ownership, the individual business owner has to perform to a certain standard or else it reflects badly on the overall brand. Now, personally, I don't eat a lot of fast food and I don't eat it regularly. Uh, Cooking at home, particularly in Melbourne, is actually still cheaper than eating fast food. Uh, even if it takes a bit of time. So, you know, but of course I, I have had um, at least my fair share of fast food here. Now, some of the most popular f- fast food companies of 2018 uh, that you'll find in Australia include McDonald's, uh, which are known for their burgers, Happy Meals, Big Macs, Chicken Nuggets, McFlows which is a dessert with soft-serve and crushed stuff like Oreos or m and And when I used to live in Singapore, my mother used to bring me to McDonald's on a weekly basis, after my piano lessons, and I would usually get a small burger meal with a hamburger, fries, and a soft drink. And in Southeast Asia, you can also get chili sauce packets, and I can still remember squeezing a packet of chili sauce onto the beef patty and i did that every time and there was this you know this small slice of uh, pickle with a slice of cheese that was slightly melted from the heat uh good times (laughs) and in australia they're called maccas for short and it is by far the most popular fast food company here in australia and what maccas offers here is quite different from what you might find overseas so there's a mac cafe, where they sell coffee, frappes, uh, baked goods that you would typically find at a cafe, which is a, a smart move. I mean, they've they've embraced the coffee culture here and incorporated it into their business. Also, uh, this is about fourteen years ago, but there was an American documentary called Super Size Me, uh, where the filmmaker um, spent thirty days eating only mcdonald's and there were some drastic effects on his health and psychological well well well-being he gained 11 kilo kilograms he experienced mood swings his cholesterol increased and the documentary was a pretty big deal and was actually a box office uh, box office success here even though i've never watched it myself and Macca's actually created an advertising campaign in response to this. And shortly after, um, they actually introduced healthier options and even sold fresh fruit for a while. Uh, it was, it was kind of weird. Um, and they also put up nutritional values of, of each food item uh, in McDonald's. And also, a random fact about me, I've never really ordered a Big Mac, not that I can remember anyway. Um, so it's one of the most, I guess, popular burgers that you can get from McDonald's. KFC is known for its fried chicken and is the second most popular in Australia. And honestly speaking, the KFC here uh, compared to KFC overseas is not, not good at all. <laughs> so it's baffles me that KFC is still around here in Melbourne or that they haven't changed their recipe it's it's soggy it's oily and the last time I had it um I had it because I was craving something fried and oily and and it was really salty as well so I definitely don't recommend eating KFC here um and I don't understand why it's the second most popular fast food brand in, in Australia. KFC in Malaysia, however, is really good. And when I was there, um, I I was ordering it pretty regularly. Like, they have really good crunch. Um, they also offer delivery. And it was just such a stark difference in quality and flavor. Um... You know, between Malaysia and Australia. Yeah, big, big difference. Subway is known for their submarine sandwiches and salads and is actually the third most popular in Australia. And while it's a fast food franchise, it's not considered junk food um, and is promoted to be a health healthy alternative. So Subway was featured on The Biggest Loser, which is an American competition reality show, but they had an Australian version here as well. And it features obese or overweight contestants uh, competing to win a cash prize by losing the highest percentage of weight relative to their initial weight. Of course, this was a marketing strategy, uh, but the fitness trainers were suggesting Subway as a healthier. Alternative for takeaway or eating out. Now, I got to know Subway because of its former spokesman, uh, Jared Fogel. And I actually remember watching him on Oprah, sharing his testimony and how he lost over 200 pounds by eating Subway. And apparently the company tripled in size in the 12 to 13 years when he was their spokesman. And unfortunately, Subway has since cut ties with him due to child pornography and molestation charges in 2015. And he's been sentenced uh, to more than 15 years in federal prison. Now back to uh, Subway food. Now the sandwiches themselves are pretty good. I used to go there from time to time until I changed my diet and started eating less bread. Uh, The meals usually come with a soft drink and cookie. Uh, You can also get the uh, water as well of course. Um, the cookies are pretty good too, uh, which are soft rather than crunchy. But I remember one time when I went to um, to eat at my local Subway restaurant and noticed that the uh, cookies were much thinner. I think there were some cutbacks happening in that place. Hungry Jack's uh, is actually the same company as Burger King in America. And the reason for the name change is because there was already another independent business named Burger King in Adelaide, I think. So the name had to be changed. And Hungry Jack's is known for their burgers, which they call Whopper. And they definitely haven't diversified the business the way that McDonald's has, but I have to say, you know, in in my opinion, burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. And again, you know, I I don't eat a lot of fast food in general, but I did have a burger from Hungry Jack's a few weeks ago, which I thought was pretty good. Um, There was a problem though, and I should explain what I ordered first. So they've been promoting a burger which is available for a limited time, and I think it's called the Western Barbecue or something. And it has this smoky barbecue sauce in it. Um, So yeah, so I ate it and I thought it was pretty good until I finished it. And then the aftertaste I had in my mouth made me feel that I had smoked a cigarette or something. So I'm not sure what they put in this smoky barbecue sauce. Uh, But yeah, I think that will be my last time having that burger. Uh, I think I'll stick to their normal menu. Um, And there are also uh, pizza fast food companies like Domino's Pizza and Pizza Hut. Now Pizza Hut was a big deal when I was growing up in Brunei. But over here Domino's is more popular. And I used to order from Domino's quite a bit. But the Domino's where I used to live wasn't that great. So I switched to a different takeaway pizza place. And also, you know, I, I don't remember the last time I've had Pizza Hut here. And for me, there are many really good pizza places in, the, in most suburbs. And, you know, there's at least one local pizza place that serves pretty decent pizza. So these days, I don't really go out of my way for Domino's or Pizza Hut. Now, with Domino's, when I used to eat it quite regularly, um, they used to have this puff pastry base for a while. So the base was like biting into a curry puff. Or something it was really good. Now they don't have it anymore but it's a pretty good idea for a homemade pizza base I guess. And nowadays you know um, at Domino's you can choose the kind of base or crust you want. So you can choose the deep pan for a thick base. Uh, There's one where you can put cheese in the crust. Uh, Never tried it. And they even have a gluten-free base. Now, a gluten-free base means that the flours uh, used to make the base are free of gluten so that people who are sensitive to it or get allergic reactions can consume it. And it's an option that a lot of pizza places now have and they actually charge a bit extra for it as well. Now, gluten-free bases can be a bit hit and miss. Uh, Some places are really good and they taste almost like the normal traditional bases, and then some just taste awful. Uh, So talking about pizza, my favourite pizza is uh, Capricciosa, Uh, if I pronounced that right, that's uh, obviously an Italian word. And I think there are variants of this pizza, but I like it because it usually contains um, olives, anchovies, and ham as toppings. And the local pizza place where I used to live had uh, a really good gluten-free base as well. So yeah a lot of food memories today. Uh, There's also Red Rooster which is actually an Australian company that specializes in roast chicken and I see them around a lot but I think I've only ever eaten them twice to be honest. Uh, Same thing with Domino's Pizza and Pizza Hut, Uh, there's always a local chicken takeaway shop that's already pretty good so I just don't go to Red Rooster. And speaking of local competition, um, supermarkets like Coles and Walbur's, uh, which are two major supermarkets here in Australia, both sell roast chicken. Not frozen or something, like freshly roasted and kept warm for sale. So yeah, so these are just a handful of the most popular fast food companies in Australia. There are more, of course, of course. At all of these places, with the exception of Subway and Pizza Hut, uh, they also serve fries or chips, which are cut potatoes that are then fried. Now, at McDonald's, uh, it's called French fries. Everywhere else in Australia, though, most probably it is called chips. Fries is American English and chips is British, uh, which Australia will is more likely to follow. So most of these fast food restaurants operate in Southeast Asia as well, except for maybe Red Rooster. I don't recall seeing it there. Now, if you've listened to the fifth episode about meals, you might recall that I talked about Jollibee, which is a fast food restaurant from the Philippines. Um, and you'll also find them in other places in Southeast Asia as well. Another food, fast food restaurant that, you know, we that actually I had um, growing up was a which is known for its root beer, root beer floats, and curly fries. Now, a root beer float is a beverage with root beer and ice cream. Other places might use Coca-Cola or some other carbonated drink. And it's funny because I remember going to a and um, as a kid, but I've never really seen it here in Australia. And I don't recall seeing it again since I've been back to Brunei or Singapore. Um, You can get the soft drinks sold in cans though. Uh, Sometimes I find them in Asian grocery shops here. Now comparing fast food restaurants between Southeast Asia and Australia, the main products or the base menu are almost the same, with some minor differences due to the local culture and taste. So, for example, in Brunei, uh, because it's a Muslim country, hamburgers are not called hamburgers. They're called beef burgers, which can, kind of makes sense. Uh, the patty is made of beef, not ham, and I haven't been to a fast food restaurant in Brunei for years, but I guess any bacon options would not be available in Brunei as well. And. I remember I went to Mcdonald's in high school one time and, and I went to order a hamburger. Um, I don't know, just maybe a slip or something. And the cashier just looked at me funny and quite politely corrected me. So yeah, so silly me back then. Like I, It still didn't quite register why there were no hamburgers on the menu. Uh, anyway. Um, And with KFC, uh, you have a choice between original and hot and spicy in Malaysia. But in Australia, they usually only offer original. And the hot and spicy is sometimes available for a limited time. Another difference uh, is the kind of condiments you get. Uh, Condiments are things like salt, pepper, tomato sauce, chili sauce, mustard sauce. Is used to add flavour to food. Uh, Most burgers would already have tomato sauce or ketchup when they're prepared. Uh, By the way, the difference between tomato sauce and ketchup is that ketchup is a bit sweet and sour because it contains sugar and vinegar. Otherwise, they're almost the same. And I also suspect that the terms are interchangeable. Um, maybe, Maybe the terms are differentiated in Western or European countries. I don't know. But yeah, in Southeast Asia, chili is a big thing. Like when I ordered KFC, they would give me both tomato sauce and chili sauce packets. And if you order from Domino's, they would give you, uh, in Malaysia of course, uh, they would give you chili flake packets. Now over here in Australia, I don't recall ever receiving any condiments along with my Domino's orders. Also no chili sauce from McDonald's. And I remember this time, this one time, uh, and this would have been the early years of moving to Melbourne. I went to McDonald's and asked for chili sauce and the cashier told me that they didn't have any. And I was a little stunned at the time uh, because I thought it'd be the same as back home. But of course it's not. Now, when we talk about fast food in English, we usually think of and refer to famous fast food companies like McDonald's or KFC. But fast food can actually include any local foods where you don't have to wait a long time uh, from the time you placed your order. And you can think of any local street foods or different types of food stalls at the food court or any kind of local takeaway uh, restaurants. Um, so for example, uh, fish and chips or roast chicken so usually these are local takeaway shops where you call beforehand to make an order and then pick it up later. Uh, Chinese food and Indian food, uh, particularly at food courts, can also be considered fast food depending on how they're served. So some places have a something called a bain-marie, which is a type of heated bath. So there's hot water at the bottom and then you put food in containers which are kept warm. Above the hot water. So, usually you choose which dishes you want, add it to your rice or noodles. Uh, the foods are usually prepared beforehand and presented in the bain But yeah, so but when you order it, it's served pretty much immediately. Uh, Japanese food can also be fast food because they usually sell sushi hand rolls for takeaway. Now, a food court is usually a common area with multiple food vendors. A vendor just means a seller. Uh, offering or promoting something to sell, like kitchen appliances or vacuums, uh, but in this case, food. And this is pretty common in malls or indoor plazas. Also, you might see this at the airport. So in Australia, most food courts will usually have the, you know, the popular fast food like McDonald's, Hungry Jack's, and then they would have Chinese, Indian, Japanese And there are a number of other franchises or chains that operate in food courts rather than having their own restaurant. So most of them tend to specialize in a food type. Uh, Muffin Break offers muffins and coffee. So I used to go there quite regularly for their coffee. Sumo Salad offers salads. Uh, Not that I would pay that much for a salad, but it's a healthy option. Rolled. Uh, which is kind of a reinvention of Vietnamese food. I, I really like Vietnamese food um, in general, but um, what Rolled have done is that they've made ordering rice paper rolls as easy as ordering sushi hand rolls. So it's pretty, pretty smart. Um, Alibaba, uh, not the Chinese company. Um, so Alibaba is a, a food franchise, I guess, that sells kebabs uh, which are really actually really good and it, yeah so it's, it's kind of crazy just how many different types of fast food there are these days in southeast asia though um, you might find outdoor food courts which are also known as hawker centers so at these hawker centers instead of counters like indoor food courts um, they're usually booths or stalls And they're kind of more like a food court for street food. Hawker centres are an integral part of local life in places like Singapore. Like people will go there for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And of course, you know, what they serve is different from the kind of fast food I've mentioned so far. Um, Because of the different vendors, you get a pretty good variety of foods. Like they serve local coffees, toast, soup noodles, fried noodles, rice... Mostly local, uh, sometimes international, sometimes western. And it's funny comparing the food culture as well because when you're in Melbourne, usually the best foods are restaurants or cafes, uh, sometimes high-end, fine dining. And in places like Singapore, you also get fine dining. But some of the best foods are found in hawker centres. And they are actually... Um, two street food locations that have been awarded a michelin star and a michelin star um, comes from these books called michelin guides uh, where they award a michelin star to establishments and it's a pretty big deal in the foodie world like people will travel far and wide for a restaurant with a michelin star And yeah, so now there are two street food uh, places that have Michelin stars in Singapore. Uh, So one of the hawker stalls sells pork noodles and the other sells chicken rice. I haven't been there before uh, to either of them before but I would definitely want to uh, sometime in the future. Now when I was in Singapore the last time um, I pretty much spent most of the trip going around looking for good street food. Yeah, so yeah, so forget the gourmet stuff, like I wanted street food and one of the problems however is that most of these places only prepare a set amount for the day, so if it's a busy day and they run out um, they run out early then they pack up and they finish for the day. Uh, so there was this stall that offered uh, beef bowl noodles that had really good reviews Unfortunately, we only managed to get there after lunch and they were already finished for the day. Uh, The trip wasn't wasted though, uh, because when I wandered around the hawker center, I managed to find another stall with a trip advisor sticker that sold popiya. Now, bò is a type of fresh spring roll, similar to a Vietnamese rice paper roll, but the wrapper is made of wheat instead of rice. And the main ingredient of um, the filling is cooked, grated turnip. And depending on the stall, they might have other ingredients as well. And usually they will put um, chopped peanuts and a kind of sweet bean sauce and chilli sauce. And if I remember correctly, uh, we also managed to find another store that day that made oyster omelettes which is called Hao Tian in Mandarin in Singapore. This is a popular Taiwanese street food as well but you can find this in Southeast Asia. And it's just an omelette with oysters but they add a bit of starch into the egg batter to give it a thicker, sometimes gooey consistency. And usually fried in lard. Now by the way, uh, lard just means pig fat. And the interesting thing in Southeast Asia is that when it comes to breakfast, anything goes. Like you can have anything from toast to dim sum to fried noodles. And as you may have already noticed, uh, most food stalls tend to specialize in something. So um, depending on what they specialize in also determines their operating times. So hence why the beef noodle stall I tried to look for closed so early. In Singapore, uh, there are traditional breakfast and coffee shops called Kopi Tiam where they specialise in breakfast. Uh, kopi is the Malay word for coffee, Tiam is Hokkien for shop. And here they, so- they serve local coffee with a few breakfast items like kaya toast, which is white bread with kaya, And this is a coconut spread. And you can get kaya, actually, uh, bottled kaya at an Asian store that sells Malaysian or Singaporean food. Uh, Other breakfast items are soft-boiled eggs. Uh, Usually you get two really, really soft-boiled. And they, yeah, they half-boil the eggs and then crack it into a small bowl. Uh, You can then add soy sauce or pepper if you like. And usually you can get a set with coffee, um, soft-boiled eggs, and kaya toast. Another type of breakfast food is dim sum in Cantonese, or dim sing in Mandarin, which you might have heard of. Uh, This is a type of Chinese cuisine, similar to Spanish tapas. And the dishes are bite-sized, served in bamboo steamer baskets or small plates. And they have anything from buns to dumplings, chicken feet, uh, rolls and cakes. And traditionally, this is a breakfast brunch meal. So some restaurants will serve dim sum in the mornings and then prepare the kitchen for lunch and dinner after. Some just specializes in it, so you can even get it for late night supper. And traditionally, dim sum is served with Chinese tea. Now, dim sum is traditionally more about the dining experience even though the food is served almost immediately and usually they are served at proper restaurants which is what you'll find here in australia but in southeast asia um, you can sometimes find them at hawker centers or um, local open air restaurants where you can take away or you can just go in for a quick meal and leave so eating at these types of local open-air establishments also usually means that it's much cheaper than going to a proper restaurant for for dim sum Um, i went to malacca last year for a few days and one of the recommended places to eat for breakfast was at a local dim sum place so i uh couldn't sleep that night uh, so when it got to about five or six a.m., I got out of bed. Um, it was raining pretty heavily, so I braved the rain and just walked to the shop for a meal. Uh, so they had this huge steamer at the front of the store, and they gave me a few suggestions, and I just chose what I wanted to eat. And I was now I wasn't the only one there. Um, there was already another another person there uh, that was having breakfast. And while I was eating my very early breakfast, uh, a few people came to take to get takeaway while it was raining at 6am in the morning. Now, one of the popular dishes um, at this place was something called Bao, which is Cantonese uh, that just translates to big bun. And this is actually quite a big bun. And usually one of these can be enough for one's meal. Uh, Sometimes it's shared if you go in a group. So it just contains minced meat and usually a whole egg. Yeah it's actually one of my favorites. I can't say that this was the best one I've had um, but yeah I I did actually try it at this place. So yeah if you've been to the airport at Singapore or Malaysia you might have seen a few of these stalls at the food court that serves these types of breakfast menu items. Uh, So yeah if you've never had it before um, I do recommend that you give them a go. Uh, Now, hawker centres are pretty much unheard of in Melbourne, Uh, maybe it's because of the weather. Uh, There are food trucks which you might see closer to the city instead. Uh, Now a food truck is really a van that's been converted into a kitchen where you can serve food from as well. So usually I see them during festivals. So there'll be an area where the food trucks uh, can park and serve food from. So when I went to the city for Chinese New Year earlier this year, there was a line of food trucks along the Yar River at Crown Casino. The problem is that they're ridiculously overpriced most, most of the time and not always that great. Now there is a movie called Chef. Directed and starring John Favreau from 2014, highly recommended. It's about a chef who quits his job after a disagreement with his boss and then invests in a food truck business which ignites his passion for cooking and life. Now there's a lot of food porn in the movie and the one that he prepares um, where he prepares a cheese sandwich for his son just looks awesome. Uh, So yeah, so it should be on, you should be able to find it on Netflix. Now, unfortunately, I don't think there's quite the food truck culture here as there might be in America. But you do get food trucks that visit different companies in the suburbs and sell sandwiches, sushi hand rolls, snacks, meat pies, drinks. So these food trucks don't have a kitchen, but they are equipped to store food for sale. And finally, uh, the foods sold at convenience stores or petrol stations can be considered a type of fast food. So at most petrol stations, they're attached to a supermarket company like Kohl's or a convenience store like 7-Eleven. And at these places, they sell sandwiches, meat pies, donuts, coffee for takeaway. And of course, when you pay for petrol, you're confronted by chocolate bars and candy. And at 7-Eleven here as well, they sell Krispy Kreme donuts, uh, which are really good, loaded with calories and sugar, but really good. So just to clarify, although the term fast food includes a variety of different types of foods, uh, street foods, convenience foods and such, usually what comes to mind when we talk about fast food are the popular fast food franchises or chains like McDonald's, KFCs and such and I th- these might be because of how good their marketing is actually and also in Southeast Asia um, although most street foods are considered fast food they're just typically referred to as street food or hawker food and usually you know if you use the term fast food in Southeast Asia it would still conjure up western fast food chains and franchises yeah All right. Well, I think that's all for fast food. Uh, I hope you found this interesting. I'll be posting the vocabulary list on my website, as well as links to any references I've made on this episode. You can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook uh, for updates, social media, and yeah, check out my YouTube channel for bite-sized English tips. Well, have a good day and I'll catch you later. Bye.